everybody. Welcome to this episode of Girl Talkie Mas. I'm here with my girl, Annalie. Hey, babe. Hey, hey, hey. You guys, we are back with another new episode with somebody I have been like, I totally excited to meet and I'm so glad she's here with us. And I have to do like, what I, I have to do what you do, Savannah, like when you do your, your intro. She is basically coming off tour and she works with Mr. 305 himself and she's part of the most bad ones. But welcome Savannah Guerra to Girl Talk Imas. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just to chat oh, with you guys. Yes, we are so excited to have you. Um, I was telling Annalie like what an amazing career you had so far. Um, you have like really started, you started at an early age too, right? Like doing, like, I started dancing. professionally when I was, well, so I started dancing when I was like six, maybe, but I started professionally actually when I was 15 years old. Wow. Wow. That's, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm 29 yeah. now. So I've been in the industry for, for quite for some a time. while. Yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of where I wanted to get started because you've shared kind of like recently on your TikTok. And if you guys were going to share all Savannah's um, social media, so you guys can go follow her, but on your TikTok, like you recently with like, you're being on tour with Pitbull, you were sharing your day-to-day of being on tour, what it's like being part of a dance team like this. Um, and but from from going all the way back to your journey and kind of making your dreams come true, um, I was just telling you I connected with your recent Instagram post where you were like, little Savannah would be so proud right now. And so I kind of want to take you back a little bit before we get into all of the excitement and everything that you're doing now is kind of like where it started for you and and how you kind of like figured out like to get where you are right now, because I know it's been hard for you. So it's it's kind of a funny story. I first started dancing, I want to say I was six or seven years old and I was doing a, a dance recital and I was, it was my first one ever. And I was terrified. I was so scared. And I told my mom, like, there's something happening in my stomach. I don't like the way I feel. Oh, no. Obviously it was just like the nerves and, and she's like, you're fine. You're going to be fine. And I go on stage. And as soon as I get off, my mom tells the story all the time. As soon as I get off, I run over to her and I said, I want to do this forever. Oh my God. <laughs> It was like the greatest. I actually like just got chills when I, when I just said that I I just like, I, it's such a weird thing. I knew in that literally in that exact moment that I was going to dance for the rest of my life. It like something just like, and I was just a child and I, I tried other like sports. I did softball. I tried gymnastics. I tried a bunch of cheerleading, a bunch of things. Yeah. And like, I, I enjoyed it, but this felt like, like home almost like I felt so strongly connected to this and it was just a dance recital in like an auditorium as a child yeah, um, but it had but... such a huge impact mm-hmm. so um and then ever since then I always even at, through all of my years of schooling and um people always ask me like oh what do you gonna, what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to do and I just said oh I'm gonna be a professional dancer oh I'm gonna be I'm gonna dance Mm-hmm. And I didn't, it wasn't that, oh, I want, I want to do this. I want to, no, I said, I'm goes, going I to be, doing it. I'm going to be, and I didn't know any professional dancers. I didn't know what they made. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what the lifestyle was like, nothing. I just knew that I wanted to feel that feeling forever. Yeah. For the rest of your life, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so how, so growing up in, so when did you, did you, did you start in Tennessee? Like when you, when you turned 15 and you started dancing professionally, how did that come? How did, how did that opportunity come to you? Okay. So a lot of people don't know this. Oh, but, exclusive. Um, with Savannah. You guys, you're getting an exclusive. <laughs> you're getting exclusive. So, fun fact, Taylor Swift went to my high school. Oh, how Shut fun. up. She did. 
Yeah. So, so you like um, new new Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was a year um above me, but I was friends with her brother. Okay. Um, cool. I so, forget she's from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her parents actually um I don't know if they still live there, but they used to live near my parents. Oh cool. Um so when I was I think I was this was in 2008, I believe. Mm-hmm. She was doing so she was just starting out. She was still country Taylor Swift. Like country Taylor Swift. Day. I was like, was she yeah, still country? Yeah. Okay. She okay, was okay. definitely country. Um and she had her like coily, curly hair, mm-hmm. like the, the young it was version. So long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she was doing the um CMT music video awards in Nashville. And my high school dance team that I was a part of um, was very well known. We were a really good dance team. Mm-hmm. And so Taylor, because she went to our high school, she wanted to bring our whole dance team as part of the performance. Nice. So wow. I actually, for my first professional job, I didn't have to audition. I didn't have to do anything. It was just because I went to that high school and, and she, she wanted. wanted. <laughs> exactly. And that's who she wanted. Lucky oh, wow. for me. I wanted to make this a career. And so I could put that on my resume and people already not knowing how I got the job, because I mean, that didn't matter. I was like, no right. one needs to know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, fake it till you make it. I was 15 Hell years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the first thing on my resume was that I danced for Taylor Swift and people see that. And, and the CMT like, awards. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, holy shit. Like, how are you already doing these amazing things? You're great. And then honestly, that's how I got such a great, like, big head start thank you taylor I, I, yeah. no one knows this shout out, to taylor really, swift. shout out to taylor swift i always knew i wanted to dance but she really using her name on my resume mm-hmm. skyrocketed me to a level that i would not have been without <laughs> that job wow that's awesome oh my gosh what a crazy story yeah i mean yeah. but i also feel like um you know i totally believe in manifestation and all that and oh, i feel like because- oh my god me too because you were like, not that I want to have this or I want to have this career. You're like, I am going to, I am going to get it. And it didn't matter exactly. to you how you were going to get it or who you were, who was going to, you know, who, how, what, when that opportunity came literally right to your school where you were at, where you were already dancing and exactly, gave, you know, gave you what you needed to get where you are now. Like that does, that's not, if I, that's not manifestation, I don't know what is. That is what it is. I'm telling you, I knew it was going to happen wow. and it did. That's amazing, Savannah. That, that is, is such amazing. an amazing story. Now, oh my God, I love that. Like, I'm from a little town and yes. in, and I feel like we all kind of help each other. Like where when we find out like someone else is from our little town and we're involved in something that other person from our little town is wants to get involved in, we're like, come here, come here, I'll help you out. So like that's yeah. cool too, like that little community. Like, I don't know. I like to think of Tennessee like that, like that kind of vibe, like um just just kind of like texas obviously smaller because texas is huge for no reason yeah um, <laughs> but sure. i love that i love that story um so i just started following you on tiktok um thanks to marisa um i'm big on i told TikTok. all my friends about savannah i'm like yeah i gotta go follow her <laughs> I, I, I cannot with the tiktok it's just so it's just so fun it's easy to like you, you do so well too you make me laugh a lot mm-hmm. um and so total, i mean you share total. a little bit about this on tiktok but talk about more like your day-to-day life like what is it like like from when you get up to when you go to sleep and then how are your like what are your daily duties and daily routines like like i guess obviously you dance and you practice but i mean what else does your day look like okay so it depends on where i am Mm -hmm. um 
But if I'm in like a good safe area, then what I normally like to do is I wake up and I like to walk. I try to walk 10,000 steps every single morning. It doesn't always happen, especially on tour because I'm really tired sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to wake up early and I go walk with one of my girlfriends. Her name's Erica. And she's all into um, health and fitness and manifesting. And we always like set a tone in the morning. We go for these long walks. We walk to coffee shops. We talk about like what we want how we want our day to go we talk about like setting goals and we just like I just think it's really nice in that type of environment to have somebody on the same wavelength as you with like mental health and Mm -hmm. physical health and just because being on tour is so like out of control and chaos a lot of the time um so I go for a walk with her we normally walk to some random coffee shop and then uh, we come back and we have breakfast. The food is always catered. Uh, oh, okay. And it's usually pretty good. They do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we do have breakfast. And then we also have this gym, this, like, portable gym that's, like, in a big case that you have to yeah. roll out and set it up. <laughs> and, like, it's a whole thing. But it worked because um, we don't have access to a gym, obviously. And so that's so, for all you guys to use while you're on tour? Yeah, so anybody like your whole can dance, use Like it. your whole team? Okay, anyone. Okay, cool. And even even like the sound people or mm-hmm. like the production or stagehands, anybody is allowed to use it. Um, they don't really. There's like three people, <laughs> I think. <laughs> like three of us that really used it the whole time, but um, it's there. So, and then I do that and then we usually have lunch. And then between lunch and dinner, it's like kind of like a free time. So we either like mm-hmm. read. Um, that's what, if you want to do like a lot of the girls do online business stuff too. So they work. Uh, one of our girls was in school and um, she was getting her master's. So she was doing yeah. that. Um, so yeah, we can just, we had a little free time and then we would go to uh, a meet and greet, which was at like in front of the venue at the, um, what's it called? The merch table. There it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we would do a little so meet and Because you guys have your own merch, right, for the most bad ones? We I do. I'm totally well, getting I a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do I get, how do I get a shirt? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I I can definitely send you a link. I want to say it's on, it's not ooh, I don't know. You have to go to the Pitbull website, but it's okay. definitely, or, or you can go to any of my social and go to my link tree, and then oh, it says cool. TMBO merch at the bottom. Oh, nice. sweet. We're doing that. Yeah. Okay, and we're actually cool. also coming out with more merch and um, more dance classes and like a lot more TMBO, the most bad ones. Yeah. Um, things coming up. So definitely stay tuned. There's a lot of exciting, exciting. things happening. Um, but yeah, oh. so then we we do the show. And a lot of times we would do, we would host after parties at clubs. Yeah. So then you go to the club, you're there for a couple hours. <laughs> you're so tired. And then That's you go back saying, to the like- bus. I don't know how you do it because I would see you get up for your walk and I'm like, I know she did a, like a party last night. Yeah. And then, and there was like even one time where you were, I think you guys might've been in Vegas and you had to like fly to LA to do like an art I oh heart show my God, and then fly yes. back to Vegas. And you guys had yeah. like two shows in Vegas and she, and you were like, yeah, we, we got to, we jumped on a plane. We left and went to Cal- to Cali. We did a show. We went back. We're now we're doing a second show and you guys had a party. Like he had all these special parties and in, in Vegas, which you guys all part. have. You sounded like you were losing your mind in those three days. <laughs> and those like that day and oh. I was like, I don't know how she's doing this. That was that yeah. little chunk of tour. And that was closer to the end too. So we had already done like 40 something shows at that point. And we were just so tired, so tired. Um, but I mean, it, it 
it just comes with it and yeah and we love what we do so it's like when you're on stage you forget about how exhausted you are so you don't so when you're on stage like what is I know I, I know it's probably like an amazing feeling that you probably can't describe but is that how it is like you don't feel like exhausted or tired like I mean I know it's exhausting because I, I was mm-hmm. in my next our next question kind of goes into that because I remember when you got sick and you were sick and you were like still pushing through still dancing like with a cold and everything yeah. and um and then you were and then you had like injured yourself also at, at so, some point yeah. and then you were like sad because you couldn't really dance but you had to like get better how do you handle that stuff like when you do get sick like I mean what if you guys you know catch a cold and you can't like you got like a stomach flu like is are you just one of you guys just not dance and then it just you step out like you just kind of like step out for that show or yeah so last year I actually got so sick that I had two ear infections I had um had something else with my throat I don't remember but um I was like deathly ill and I was just backstage I was dancing with earplugs in and I had a throat numbing spray and like between each number I would just run back and like numb my throat I can't even imagine it was terrible but like with and usually we all just push through because the problem is is if you step off stage and you take yourself out then that kind of screws up the rest of the girls formation wise Mm -hmm. and everything kind of has to be redone. So it's more work for them. Mm -hmm. And so you want to hold your own and you don't want to make them do more work because of you. So normally it doesn't matter how sick you are. Normally we're just like, fuck it. We're dancing. But but with the injury, it, it was different. I physically couldn't do it. Right. Um, so what had happened was the very last number, not only the last number, it was the very last move that I did. I do a kick in the air mm-hmm. and my whole leg snapped and I felt it and I heard it. And then we stand on stage while he talks and you smile and you wave and you thank everybody. And I'm just trying not to cry. I'm just oh like, hold, hold in your tears, hold in your tears. And then I walk off stage. And as soon as I get behind the stair where I know that I've not seen, I just fall down and I'm just like crying my eyes out and they come pick me up and they take me to the back. And, um, we actually had a hosting that night too. And I was mm. like, there's, I was like, I'm out. There's no way. Cause I had to put on heels and it just, I couldn't do it. So with that, I was out for, um, well, pretty much I was out for the rest of the tour. I started wow. to come oh, really? back. I started to come back a little, like little by little, I would do a couple numbers here Maybe I would do like five numbers. Maybe I would go into six numbers, but it was always the more dance light, like choreography light mm-hmm. numbers um, that I could physically do. So by the end, I did about a little more than half the show, but I never got to fully do Get another show. Um, wow. So actually my first show back is tomorrow. Oh, oh yay. and they're coming to Texas. I don't yeah, know. we'll they're be in Dallas. They're gonna be oh, in Dallas. She said it's, she said thinks it's a private event. So currently, right now, you're still working for Pit with Pitbull with Pitbull. So you're I part of his dance him. team all yes. the time. So so when you like all the time. You, so obviously you auditioned for this to be part of the most bad ones. Is that how this like how did it go for you to to actually be on his dance team or be one of his dancers? So I actually didn't audition. Oh, um, Savannah, Savannah <laughs> so, knows what she's Savannah's manifesting all kinds of shit over here. Okay? Listen, right? that's what you have to do. They just things it. come, things just come to you when you're open and accepting. So what had happened was they've actually um they don't really hold auditions. It's all word of mouth. You have to be submitted by one of the girls. Everyone in the group has mm-hmm. to agree 
And then that gets sent further up, further up, further up, further up. Mm. And oh, then wow. that's, that's how the process works. So I was dancing for Shakira at the Super Bowl nice. um, a couple yeah, a couple years back. What an which, amazing, by the way, amazing, best, oh my gosh. best gig of my life. Oh my god, that gosh. job takes the cake. But the Super was, Bowl, man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it, that's a whole other story. I, I could talk about no, that in a no second. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so the girl, one of the girls who started the most bad ones, who she had been with him about eleven years, and she actually oh, wow. just had a baby. Congratulations, her name's oh, Tina. Yeah. Hey. Oh, congrats, Tina. Yeah, so she's done dancing now, um, but she started The Most Bad Ones, and I was doing the Super Bowl with her, and I, I didn't know her. Um, I knew of her just because Miami dance community is pretty small, but because when you work with Pitbull, you're exclusively with him, mm-hmm. and so our paths never crossed. So I was doing this job with her, and they were looking for new girls, and I started to become friends with her and she, we were all sitting in a circle with the Miami girls and she was like, Hey, we're looking for some girls. Do you know anybody? Like, can you submit anyone? And I'm like, Oh yeah, maybe I'll, I'll think about some people. And I submitted some names to her. Um, and then it's funny later on now, she's like, you know, I, I said that so you could be like, Oh, I want to do it. She's like, but you never did. <laughs> um, why didn't but then, you? Did you not? Did you like think like she was really seriously asking you? No, that? I think at the time. Or did you not think about it? Like maybe I can't. Maybe the, I shouldn't do. At that. the time, I was doing. I did Osuna tour. I did Nikki Jam tour. I was dancing for Carol G, Maluma, Nani Natasha. Like I was dancing for a bunch of people, and I was like, "Do I want to be just exclusively with one person?" I didn't know right. if that's what I wanted in my career, it's just because I was sure. so used to like the hectic crazy all over the place yeah um, various different type artists. of mm-hmm. exactly and that's why I never submitted myself um mm. but then uh, right after we finished the Super Bowl we were doing um another show which was with a bunch of artists but Pitbull was also performing she was like hey if I submit your name and like put you in would you do this job with us because they needed more girls for that yeah for that specific number The most bad ones is six girls. I think they needed eight for that specific number. So she was like, hey, can I submit your name? Whatever. I was like, okay. Yeah, but I said, I'm not committing to anything. Mm -hmm. But yes, I will do this with you guys. This episode of Girl Talk Kimas podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. You know what, Ruby? We've all been to a birthday party at McDonald's. I remember when I was a little girl, I loved going to birthday parties at McDonald's. And I think when Mariah was small, I had at least four of her parties at McDonald's. Oh, yes. And you know what? This year for Nathan's 14th birthday, I asked him, what do you want to eat for your birthday meal this year? Mm -hmm. And he said, mom, I want McDonald's. I love it. (laughs) Yes. So to make it a bit more special, I decided to take him to the world's oldest McDonald's. And not only did we get that delicious meal, we actually had the crew members walk us through their museum. It was so much fun. That is so cool. And I bet if you think about it, McDonald's crew members might throw more birthday parties than any other employees in the world. (laughs) Oh, yes. And I'm loving it. Somehow I have never left. Somehow <laughs> I'm not committing to anything, but <laughs> yeah. that job, literally, I never left. And this is the best job of my life working for him in this camp and this like 
Everyone just respects everybody. It's consistent it. work, which I mm-hmm. wasn't used to, which is nice. Um, and I, it's just the whole culture around like Pitbull and his camp is mm-hmm. beautiful and it's super empowering and inspiring. And I never want to. Oh, leave. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just tell his his vibe. I'm sure that's what he's going to have around him because his vibe is like that, you know, overall anyway exactly he's he's always such a positive person and he came you know came up from so much so it feels like that's that's how that's how that yeah and and there's a reason that how there's a reason why everyone in his camp has worked with him for 10 plus years it's because everyone feels taken care of and valued and why would you want to leave that Mm -hmm. for sure so how hard is it to like when you said you were jumping around from like we're dancing with Nikki Jam Carol G Maluma learning all those different dances is that hard to do when you said that I just that kind of just crossed my mind for a minute like <laughs> that must have been hard to learn like all these different songs all these different dances and now you yeah. have more of like a, now you know like all pit boom like it's all you know like you know what you're doing with everything like you're doing the same dances every night yeah so well, how was it when funny. you were switching artists so on tour with pitbull actually there were multiple times where he will come in the night before and be like hey i think i want to do this dance tomorrow or this number and we're like <laughs> shoot, we don't have a dance to that and we don't, or if there is a dance to it, we didn't know it. Mm, yeah, and yeah. so we would have to learn it the night before and then how perform fun. it the next day. Oh my and God. So, I work well in yeah. depression. So I'm like, yeah, how fun. Me too. I work, I honestly, I thrive under pressure. You I really do. Yeah. You're like, I absolutely do. Yes, let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like a muscle that you just train. Uh, so if you the way that you can get better at is just taking dance classes because what happens is you go in, you learn a number, and then you basically perform it at the end of class, and that's kind of like the structure of how it oh, works. Okay. So the more you go train, your brain can just pick up choreography easier, and then be able to perform it like at the drop of a hat. Um, so as long as you're practicing that and and training that muscle, it's not that difficult. I mean, I feel like, like, you know, you're in a quinceañera and then like they play promiscuous girl like 20 years later and you're still like, oh yeah, I remember. I remember you're at the- Yeah, muscle memory is great. So recently, I think you said something about how now there's way more resources for aspiring dancers so than when you started out. So what resources are available and what advice do you have for, you know, aspiring dancers listening to this or just any aspiring dancer you meet now? So I think um, just like TikTok and Instagram, being ha- having access to dancers and to people that are doing what you do. And, and like for me, I like to post what I'm doing and like behind the scenes thing instead of just like, hey, look at me. This is what I do. You know what I mean? Because I do want people to see what I'm doing and see that it is possible. And this is how I did it. And um, and I'm really open to if people want to DM me, a lot of girls DM me on, on TikTok and Instagram and ask questions like, how did this happen? And how did you do this? And I welcome that because I think it's just so beautiful that I could help the next generation get to where I am because I'm not going to dance forever. You know what I mean? And I would love to help the next group come in and take over my spot while I move on to something else. Um, so I think just social media in general is a great tool. Um, also there are programs there's this program in Miami it's called IDE and I'm going to mess this up because <laughs> I just messed it up the other day but I want to say it's called immersion dance experience okay we're gonna have to fact check that but mm-hmm. um it's it's uh and one of my friends Casey who I also met at um the Shakira Super Bowl 
and this was also birthed, this idea was birthed at that um, gig as well, which is pretty cool to see her thriving and having a business. But she does a professional dancer training. So they do um, how to audition, how to deal, how to handle your money as a professional dancer. That's not talked about. Um, mental health oh, and being yeah. body conscious and like all the things that aren't taught when it comes to being in, the, in this industry, people think, oh, you just have to know how to dance. And that and is not even far, it. far. That is the tip of the iceberg. That's basically just to get you in. <laughs> There's yeah. so many things um, also about like the clothes that you wear at auditions and how to do a resume and headshots and there's just so many layers to it that a lot of people aren't aware of. And so she created um, a, it's like a weekend long event. There are dance classes, obviously, but there are also things on mental health. And, and it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And I wish it was more popular. And I hope that she grows it to where it's based more or other places than Miami. Um, but yeah, little things like that, I think are great. Um, and then when it comes to advice to the younger generation, you can, you can fucking do it. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if that's said enough. Mm-hmm. I was really lucky enough to, for my parents to everything I said I was going to do. They're like, great, let's go. My I mom, my mom drove me to all my classes, my dance classes. Um, when I told her I wanted to move to LA, my stepdad drove me to LA like a couple weeks later to help me move in. Like they've always oh. been so supportive and they always tell me, well, you better make it cause you're my retirement. And they always joke, <laughs> but they're always pushing me. I never felt like I didn't have support. And I think that's why I was so confident. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, Oh, I know I can do it because I had so much support behind me. And I don't, I know that's not, that's not the case for a lot of people, a lot of younger kids. And so I just want, if I could help be that little support, then I want to do that because it's so very possible. If you believe in yourself, you can literally do anything. It's so cheesy, but like, if you think it, you can do it. But I really, to my core, believe that. I agree. Um, I actually took my first dance class with yes, six year olds when I was 11. Because yeah. I, that's when I finally got the courage to like tell my parents, hey, I'm kind of interested in this. And yeah, I mean, I was with the beginners, with the kids, but I had a great time. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, dance all through high school. It was, it was probably one of the better, you know, parts of. I also did soccer, track, or whatever, but dance was the sport. I still yeah. when people are like, "Oh, well, like, what sport would you play professionally?" And I'm like, "I would be a dancer. I would mm-hmm. be a professional dancer. Girl. That's the sport." Yes. <laughs> and it is. Let me tell you, it is. It is. It is. It is a sport. I don't know if you have any more questions, Marisa. One of the questions I wanted to ask you was, what was one of your biggest like highlighted moments of your career, which you kind of just tapped on it was the doing the Super Bowl. But can you tell us like just a little bit about that experience before we wrap up? Sure. Yeah, that was one of the most intense experiences of my life, other than like tour, obviously, but it's just a different animal. Yeah. So the audition process, everyone from Miami, even people from Atlanta were in the audition process. You have oh, to wow. do this number like over and over and over again. And I remember I just danced once and then I got asked to sit down and then they were calling everybody up again and again and again. And I never went back up. So I was like, oh shit, I'm cut. I'm out. I was like, damn, that sucks. But my friends were there. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Whatever. This one wasn't for me. Yeah. yeah. 
I get the call that I got it. And I, I was with my husband. <laughs> I was hysterical. Oh I was, I was jumping up and down on the bed. I was crying. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Cause I, I knew that I got cut. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Because I'm like people that I really look up to and they're incredible, phenomenal, strong dancers are having to go again and again. Over and I'm like, and well, over. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next one. Wow. Um, and it's, it's not just about dance too. It's about the way your body looks. It's about your hair. It's about yes, your, the whole presentation. Thing, yeah. You don't, you don't ever know why you're cut or why you make it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got the job and then we started rehearsals and we were in rehearsal, um, about a full month, um, about five days a week for eight, nine hours a day. Wow. And it was the most brutal rehearsals I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, everything hurt all the time, but it was the most amazing experience. And then at the end, that's when Shakira came in and she started working with us. Her Mm -hmm. work ethic is just through the roof. I mean, she would come in and she would work harder than anybody, which makes you want to pull up and makes you want to work harder. And so the whole vibe and the energy and and every year around Super Bowl, I always post recaps. Um, yeah, um, I can't wait. So there are no, some on on yeah, there are some on social media, and and then whenever the next one comes, I always I'll, I'll post some more again. But you can just see the love and the energy and just everything was just like so magical. And then we go on stage and perform, and I'm pretty sure I blacked out. I don't really remember anything. Oh, I can't, it was like probably so, like one of those surreal moments. Yeah, it was so overwhelming. But right before we went on, she she's standing in the front in the middle of all of us, and we're all around her, and she's screaming at all of us, yelling at us, like hyping us up. And then you start and you do the number, and then like blink of an eye, it was over. Wow. Yeah, but it was the most incredible incredible experience of my entire life and I I'll, I will never be able to do anything like that again that was like yeah top top once like, in a lifetime once in a lifetime for because sure because it wasn't just dancing with Shakira and it wasn't just working mm-hmm. with these great choreographers and it wasn't just working with this great talent next to me and it wasn't just the Super Bowl it was just like the whole combination of everything in that moment was just so surreal Wow. Oh my gosh. That is amazing, Savannah. What an amazing you've had you have you are definitely, definitely living the dream and deserve every bit of it because you can just tell, and I, I know Analia agrees with me when you see you on your TikTok, your heart, your realness, you know, your passion, it's there. Oh, I'm gonna get emotional. Wait, but, you're making me emotional. I know, I'm not oh even gonna God. lie. Like, <laughs> I wasn't gonna run today, but like after this interview, like I remember. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, girl. Running. I know. No, like, Sana, you're me. very, very inspiring, and I, Thank I'm you. glad. Like, um, you know, our Latina community has somebody like you. You know that we're. That's why we're so happy to share your story because I hope more people come and follow you and and find out about you, you know, Savannah, you know, the person and the dancer and everything that you're doing, because I feel like you're, you know, the strong pillars in the community that we need are people like you, you know, like, that really means the world to me. Thank you so much. I mean, we have our big stars that, you know, we can look, you know, look up to, but like, I just, like I said, just the realness and, you know, 
I, I, I'm just, I, I told my daughter, I'm like, you got to go follow her. And she loves you. Like, she's so excited. Not only because my daughter's like the biggest Pitbull fan, but she's like, oh my gosh, mom, she's so cool. I'm like, wait till I tell Aww. you about high school with Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to flip. Out. She is, she is. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I, I just want to say, if you're ever in Austin, let me know. Yes. I will. Listen, wait, we come you to Austin. Come. Yes, let me know. I would be down. Yes. Hang I out. Drive, oh, yeah. I'm 45 minutes park. away. I will be in Austin with you Whatever. guys. That's yeah. amazing. Next time I come through, which I definitely will, um, definitely yes. sometime in the next year, I'll reach out okay. to you guys. Yeah, yes, I would love to come and do the meeting, you know, see you guys and meet you guys. And it would be so amazing. And obviously, Emily, we're getting together, going to a Pitbull concert. That's all we're yeah. doing. Never been. So. <laughs> my Listen, they are a party. I will tell you that. They are a party. That. <laughs> I heard good really party. good things. Really good things. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, Savannah, tell everybody where they can follow you. How can they can reach out to you if they have any dance questions, any of our aspiring dancers out there? Yeah, of course. All my social media handles are at it's me underscore Sav G. Yes. Perfect. Feel free to reach out any questions, comments, anything. I try to respond to as many things as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and really so, yeah, they're, they're all very welcome. And again, we are just super thankful to just have this opportunity to talk to you. Um, get your rest because you need your rest. But I know you have a big show tomorrow. Congratulations on finally getting back on stage after your injury. Um, Thank you so much. So thankful for that. And we will be looking for you. Your upcoming performance on, you're going to be on iHeart soon, right? You're doing an iHeart, I think probably concert, which will probably televise. And mm -hmm. <laughs> they'll probably televise it. And then you'll be on tour again next year with Pitbull. So you guys have a chance to go and see Savannah live and doing her thing which we are excited to do but thank you so much this has been really wonderful thank you ladies so much it's been a pleasure talking to you guys hi thank you you guys don't forget to follow us on latinas podcasters network on apple and you guys we have an event coming up in houston on december 2nd for latina podcasters Polarosas. so come out and hang out with us we will be there in houston we'll see you soon